On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we have on Jamie again, one of yeah. one of you all's favorite guests. And to say that things go off the rails a little bit would be an understatement. They pop off. They pop off. We have a great conversation, and then we lead into a very polarizing topic. We talk about conspiracy theories, specifically 9-11. Dun, dun, dun. It got, uh, got, a, little, got a little crazy in here. To got say the heated. least. We all get, well, we all, I mean, me and Josh and, and Jamie and yeah. get a little heated, and then Devin feeds us some shit every <laughs> once in a while just <laughs> to keep us anger. hot. Yeah. Devin takes a little poker and stokes the fire a little bit. <laughs> so true. And a little later on in the episode, Jamie and I have a little bidding war with uh, with Adam and cleaning his house. So poll for this week, guys. It, it'll actually be two polls. Two polls? Yeah, because you never posted the last one. Oh, shit. So we'll do two polls. It's fine. Two polls. Anyway, the second poll is who cleans Adam's house? Who will clean Adam's house better? Who Jamie should clean Adam's house? Or Devin? Yeah. Anyway, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at OBP Raw. And if you want to continue the conversation right before I whip Adam's ass, hit us up at OBPPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And on a side note, I would really love to wish my good friend Beth a happy birthday. She will be, well, I can't talk about her age. <laughs> you know she, that's not appropriate. Her birthday is on April 10th, and I really wanted to mention it. I am such an asshole. We've already gone over this a thousand times in the podcast. I really made fun of her and her age today at work, and she got really pissed off at me. So I publicly want to say I love you. I think you're gorgeous, and happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Beth. birthday, Beth. there a lot this week because he was building what? this he went to the paint department he got a bunch of different wood he did a lot of stuff he was building like this weird box thing so hmm. he was there a lot he brought our daughter him. two of the times a little five-year-old like yeah. it wasn't like a woman it was a five-year-old and then one other time he came by himself hmm. so it may have been him but if Next it wasn't time, just it be was super creepy. definitely his doppelganger and he should probably avoid him have you ever seen him before you ever met him uh, her husband? Yes. We're friends no, on her Facebook. Husband. You guys never invite us out to anything, so no, we haven't. Yeah. It, I don't uh, go and do anything. Apparently, only Adam gets to come over your house. We don't. Yeah. Well, um, last By the way, Adam Jamie's came... back on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That female voice that noticed. consistently doesn't talk into her microphone is Jamie. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> this microphone was broke two minutes ago. Very picky. Hey, why don't you just keep pulling it toward you until it comes off of the <laughs> yeah. Until it comes yeah. off of the table. Keep... Yeah, just move your chair all the way against the wall, Jamie. We'll move the table towards you. That's Jesus. good. Just make sure when, when you like turn to talk to us, just kind of keep talking into the microphone I yeah and instead of before adam instead before of adam backhands like you. a fucking amateur <laughs> yeah instead of like moving like grabbing the whole thing to move the mount she literally grabs the microphone and starts <laughs> rotating it inside of the shock mount i thought i was invited to be here you act like this is your first rodeo jesus yeah and i have the guy over here that is so good with measurements and curtains telling me how close <laughs> to hold the microphone <laughs> in my face adam, just because I, I hung my shit six inches too high off the floor can we take a picture of your curtains and post oh, it on please. the socials yes we can <laughs> yes yeah. 
we can take a picture with my weight and you know, <laughs> put them side by the, side. Basically, the, let everybody on our socials just piss all over me. The man's drapes look like my jeans in high school. <laughs> yeah, Waiting they look like my dad's jeans in 1972. <laughs> Waiting for a flood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, hey they're, man, why don't you pull your shoes up? It was two o'clock in the morning when when I stepped down and I looked at at them. It was two o'clock in the morning. That's that's when I was hanging them, and then realized that they were bad. There was no way in hell. I, I mean, all I have to do is remove like four or five screws and move all the mounts down about an inch or two or two inches or, well, or, six, or inches. six inches. Yeah. And all you have to do to clean up your kitchen is put away like five dishes. Why were you, oh. hanging, why were you hanging drapes at two o'clock in the morning? I didn't have anything else to do. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I just, sometimes I can't sleep and. It's a good pattern. Yeah. It's nice. Oh, it's great. They're yeah. great. And they're blackout. I got them on Amazon. They're fantastic. Not too I have the shorter version in my son's room. 1099 blackout. on really Amazon. We're going to hang some dark balloons in here. We're going to kind of like dress everything up, but it's just time. This house is, this house doesn't look lived in. Uh, well, the downstairs looks lived in. <laughs> looks like a band of gypsies live down there. Yeah. yeah. Lo- looks like a, a gaggle of homeless people live in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Horace Greenwald came over. Yeah, there. Horace Greenwald. Horace Greenwald and his traveling band. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. to continue to bust on you, but I just noticed, dude, you need to shave that head again. Dude, I was thinking the same thing earlier. Yeah, you look so good with it. You just need to keep owning it. No, I'm going to I'll trim. I like a little bit of hair. I'm going to trim it back a little bit. I'm it's kind of getting it's kind of getting a little long. Just keep growing it. Maybe I I'll... like I like the more hair. What you like the more hair? You don't like the skinhead look. He's got I don't. the head for the. Uh, I think head. he has a head for it, but I remember when he did it. I said, "I like I I like the more hair," and Me I too. and I am all about shaved heads, but um, and not in like a weird skinhead thing. What if I um, had hair? I I can't picture. I mean, am I? I mean, Adam, if you grew out your hair, you'd kind of look like Lloyd off of Home Alone. Daniel, Daniel, uh, is it Daniel Stern? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't no. look like. Why, why yeah, do you dude. say that? You just got the like the same shape. It's like an arrow. Oh, you mean in my hair? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then he could go do the voiceover for Wonder Years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can we fucking talk start, about some real shit. I like rambling more hair. on about random <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, I uh, fine. I I need to lose more weight. I need to uh, but shave your head. Yeah, Fix I need to curtains, shave my head. Clean your kitchen. Piss off more women. Clean my kitchen. Uh, lower my my curtains, and yeah. generally just be a better human being. Correct. Yeah. My sister told me on the way home tonight. We were in the middle of a conversation, and and with no context in the conversation, she just said, "Well, I'm not as mean as you." Wow. Yeah. She meant it. You're not as direct as her, maybe? She, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what she meant, but it came out, you're not as mean as me, or I'm I'm not as mean as you. Uh, that's just kind of, apparently, that's just the persona that I have. It's just of, who I am. Of being a dick? <laughs> Generally. Being yeah. an asshole? Yeah. I think you're just, uh, I wouldn't say, I don't think you're an, I don't think you're mean or a dick. I just think that you you're very like rambunctious and like outgoing sort of type of person to where like when you speak, you're kind of, you can kind of like control the conversation. So that could be very intimidating for people. Yeah. I'm super direct. Yeah, that's but why I we prefer have to stop people Adam's like you in my life. <laughs> like I prefer people who are Seize direct. The day. Yeah. And don't sugarcoat things and it makes my life easier and I know who I'm dealing with. And obviously you have, 
there are so our few house people over that, and over again. So there are yeah. so few people that appreciate that. So few. And at some point, we are. We're going to talk about on the podcast why the why truth or like why facts hurt people so much. What could have just led into that right now? Well, no. I mean, it's just you want. I mean, I don't know. It's a big topic. I actually had another conversation with a girl at work today. I, I told her, I said, you are going to end up being the crux of the conversation because so often when I'm just so direct and, and it comes across as arrogant, it comes across as, as maybe a little too confident. And I tell people all the time, like, no, it's just that I've kind of got it figured out. And then I tell you the truth and people get so upset and they blanket it and they gaslight you and say that it's your problem, that you're negative. And that if you tell people the truth, that it's all, all you know, you're being negative and they just don't want to hear the truth. And it kills me. It, it drives me insane. If you tell someone the truth about something and they're like, well, will you stop being so negative? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, and it's almost like they can't even, they can't even wrap their head around like what you're talking about and they can't accept it. Like I, I had a, an instance where, um, you know, I was trying to give like productive criticism to someone and any time that I, I take that task on, I, you know, I kind of step back and assess the conversation before I have it. And I always do it in a professional. And even if it's something to where like this person's like really pissed me off and, you know, I take a moment, get composure, but I don't like let it just spew out as, you know, vomit or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was very professional with this person, very direct, you know, told them, you know, I, I wanted the best for them. And this is why we're having this conversation. Like, I'll help you any way I can type of thing. Now, is this work-related or yes. personal? Okay. Yes. And then uh, literally like, <laughs> literally three minutes after. It was his wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want my salmon patties cooked this way. Yeah. Here's some constructive like, criticism. Stop wearing those clothes. Cook your you don't own look salmon enough. patties. Yeah, I would never say that. I know. Um, what would you say about salmon patties? No, nothing. Go ahead. They're, it's they're funny. delicious for God's sake. Oh, it's know. funny that he was listening to me and not you. He was yeah. looking at you and listening <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah no. Wait, I was trying to actively listen to both. Let me That's stop you right I... there. So are, are you a pretty truthful person? Uh, kind of like direct. Think... Are you direct like Adam? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Why? Would you ever tell your wife that she didn't look good in an outfit? Yes. You I would. would. Yeah. Nice. Um, now look, in a very delicate way. Well, look, you so do so in a delicate very situation. delicate See, way. So hold it's on. a sensitive situation. So you look on. like trash, bitch. Here's here's where it, <laughs> wow. Here, here's where well. it actually here's where it gets catchy. So or whatever, uh, whatever. Um, here's where it gets uh, eloquent. Fuck you. <laughs> no. So if she says, like, what do you think about this outfit? That's a that's a clean break where you can be like, nah, you know, it's not really my yep. not really my job or whatever. Or you can say, oh yeah, that looks fantastic. If she says, "Does this make me look fat?" Trap question. Well, that's where you have to you have to choose wisely. Now, look, I I know that my you know, and I have the same like perspective on myself. Like, if if I feel like I if I look bad in something, quit fucking laughing. At me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say that you have to answer that with a, with another question. Like, does do these jeans make me look fat? You respond with, "Is water wet?" Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> no. uh, that's a that's, that's a debate. That's why you are water. single right now. No, yeah. fucking hell! No. Yeah. no. All right, go ahead no. and finish. That could be a debate. I want to hear what you were going to say. Water is not wet, but continue, Josh. You're right; it is not wet. I, so it, you have to choose terminology that that doesn't directly say that, but you also, I mean, 
I, I, in some format, have to be honest, you know, with her in whatever the case may be, because I know that, you know, she wants to look good and wants to look her best, as do I. So if I genuinely were to feel like something did not make her look the way that she would like to be, then I've got to tell her in some format. You just have to choose your words wisely. That's all perfect. Yeah. What's the best way to do it, Jamie? In your opinion, what's well, the best way to go about doing that situation? You're right. When, and then let when us I shit say, on it. does this look good or does it not before we go out? My husband will very much say yes or no because I'm. He knows I'm asking him to get an answer. He does the same thing to me, and I'll say that looks like shit, or he'll say no, don't do that. Being a guy, he can't turn around and say don't wear those shoes or that, but he can tell me if it's you know yeah. not right. What about the but, question? Does it make me look fat? Yeah. yeah. So. I feel like if I'm in a situation where I have to ask my husband that, I'm already feeling like shit for some reason, whether I feel fat or whether I, whatever it might be. And I'm asking him. And for the most part, if I I can tell if he is doing the whole, you look beautiful, but that that he used to the first year or two. But now he will say nicer things like, no, that looks great on you. Or, um, I think he knows by the look in my face on whether or what kind of answer he should be giving me. If I'm looking at him going, do I feel, do I look fat going, you know, a yeah, sad face? Like a sad just because I'm, like, I'm feeling like shit, he will say, no, but you know, what about that shirt you wore two days ago or Perfect. three days ago type Perfect. thing? Perfect. I was yeah. going to say, in all seriousness, that's right. the easiest way to respond to that. Yeah. No, but that blue dress, yeah, I love that one. And I think you look better in that one. Yeah. Right. See, you know, it, it's just the, a... The and problem the fact- with your answer is, Adam, that everyone in here is in a committed relationship except for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but I'm going to be honest with you. I have a lot of sex. I get laid a lot. <laughs> but are those are those are those are those lays, quote unquote, asking should I wear? this shirt on our fifth date to go out to dinner. No, because they all, they all know, know that I think they look fat. Yeah. Look, just, be, oh just, just, just because your sex sucks. life, just because your, just because your sex life is sponsored by Pocket Pussy doesn't mean anything, okay? Yeah, yeah my sex life is sponsored by Trojan. Where to? Good for you. I try. Good. I'm going to be honest, I don't wear condoms. My sex life is sponsored right. by warmed up grapefruit. Yeah. What's well, disgusting? That's <laughs> just, that is. actually that actually made me feel weird when he just said that. My sex life is is sponsored by Vanderbilt Health Clinic. <laughs> Mine is as long as I don't have an ovarian cyst. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, Jamie and her cysts. My God. But I even had one for a while, so you, you know I am on track for good time in Mexico. And Glenn and I actually celebrated about that recently. Uh, he celebrated. We did. Fact. I mean, we're friends, and I, I know them. Glenn and I were having a beer, and he was like, "We literally were sitting in." I think Jamie was out of town, and yeah. we were getting wasted. Yeah, it was, we were getting yeah. wasted. Was this last weekend where he, he passed out. We were stumbling. Yeah, we were stumbling yeah, around I was each in other. Indiana with the kids. He was this, basically was like, "Was this during your weekend cheat times, as you call them?" Quote unquote. Yeah, my, my, weight, my weight cheat times. Yeah, I'll put away. This would have been the last weekend in March. I'll put like seventy five hundred calories in beer away in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Glenn and I were talking, and he kind of said, I, "I made some comment, and he made some comment about uh, just about like everything, you know, just in general." And he was like, "By the way, I think we're 
I think we're out of the woods and 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 we kind of like cheers to each other and I was like seriously like it's over and like she's she's kind of back to like not having any any bullshit going on he was like like I think so mate like clink you know like it's I told him that the other day I said we are out of the woods everything is on track and his main concern was that I was having no problems when we go to Mexico. Yeah. If everything stays on track, yeah. we're good. I've told you before, but. Glenn's like a steel trap. He doesn't like talk about a whole lot of stuff. You get some beers in him and he'll loosen up. But like, I mean, I'm over at their house all the time. Like I kind of hear the goings on and it's it's not like we're I'm prying into their shit. But I mean, you could just tell he was like, like we're in the clear. Clink. <laughs> like, yeah, I told my daughter today, I'm going over up. to Adam's. Well, why are you going to Adam's? Why isn't Adam coming to our house? Yeah. And I was like, well, he doesn't come to our house all the time, but but we like seeing Adam. I was like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Because whenever you come over to Adam's, it gives him a reason to clean up his house. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. They don't clean up their house. Ooh. Wow. Call her out with all her face. No, no. <clears throat> no, I'm not. It's not a bad thing. I clean my house every day. You were there when I have not been there for six days. Don't. Don't Damn. even. She took offense to that. No, but I'm not. I mean, like, I don't think. I, I do. When I come over, I don't she think you're running around picking I shit I up. I do. I'm pretty sure Adam's Ask voice my just husband. Went up six if yeah. Glenn says that no, you are no, coming no, no, over no, and it's a short notice, I literally am up for at least 10 minutes before you get there trying to clean up because I keep our house very clean. I hate clutter. I hate just shit. Well, then why do your kids always look so dirty? Wow. wow. Jesus I'm just Christ. I'm joking. We're about to have a fight. Somebody oh, called DCS on this woman. Ooh. I'm joking. You know don't, I'm joking. You know. Don't make me ban you from our house. You know I'm I will. joking. My, my kids will say, where's Adam? I'll Give say, that he's kid not a bath. Anymore. You know I'm Adam's joking. Dead. Yes, when I went over, the last time when I went over with Glenn, it was I all. I had not been there It was all. Me- it was all messy. Yeah, and it was that's fun. that's how it is. Nothing's cleaned up. You know. There's no aromatherapy going on that I put on every right. day. Their house smells like a million bucks. Glenn had allowed your kids to wear the same underwear for no, six days. No, because they were with me in Indiana. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Their house does. The, it smells like a... I, I, obviously, I'm fucking with you about all this. It smell like a, a Yankee candle shop when you walk into I sl- it? Yeah. I, I've slept on their couch no. a lot. Oh, man, did you all see that video that, that I posted? There's a big dip in the middle of it. I was confused by that. Why didn't you sleep in Elle's bed? Because I change the sheets whenever we leave. It I, just makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, well, Glenn yeah. had been sleeping the week before because he snores too loud. Yeah, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, and I just wake up to like all these pretty pictures. Yeah, people like animals staring the, uh, at you. I don't know. I'm weird. I, I just kind of like to sleep on people's couches. Like if I'm at their house, like you just go and sleep in some random bed. It, you just sometimes you feel a little weird. And then a Boston they, terrier snorting. Their couch has a permanent up. indentation. Looks like a eight foot tall grizzly's been laying on it. <laughs> yeah. but, be, all but because I clean, I flip the cushions over and vacuum smart. them every other day. So. Getting yeah, all that is definitely back hair smart. off of it. Yes. Oh, sleep. I'm like, I don't. Is it with my clothes off? <laughs> you're, I'm you're in my clothes. Our, you're naked on our couch. <laughs> yeah. He's Although like, last time Glenn that I was over there, I woke up and there were pillows under my head and there was a blanket laid across me. <laughs> I passed out on the couch, and I remember when I passed out. And I he, wasn't home. He was, yeah. It's when you weren't so, home. Oh, so my husband did that for. You. I was gonna say I, I probably did. Yeah, that. he was That's like, true hey, bro hey, hey. Right he was there. like, he was talking to me, and I woke up, and was like, just, uh, just don't, like, just stop. You like, you woke up, and there was a blanket on you, and your head was resting in his lap. And by blanket, yeah, by, by blanket, I mean Glenn was on top of me. Was, <laughs> and that's why I leave town. Oh. He had his arms wrapped around me. <laughs> his hand was caressing the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a good time, man. We had a, we had a really good time. We always do. 
And my house is. My house is a mess at all times. I'm never home. I'm like the king of clutter. My floors, spick and span. Like, everything's clean. It's just always cluttered. But last time I was here, which was a while ago, it was not this cluttered. So I feel like maybe you haven't been home as much. I haven't. He's gone through a few life-changing events. I have? Yeah. Like what? Uh, Just being Adam, man. It's the evolution of Adam. Because last time I was here, it was pretty, I mean, you didn't have the drapes, obviously, but there wasn't... I he's remember walking in today and going, oh, it looks like he's doing a lot of things. He's and giving then, up. Look, a lot, yeah. of th- a lot of things have happened. His house up. is infested with wasps. Yep. True. All right. What? He started sponsoring a local pest company out yeah, front. Yeah, what I mean, the that, fuck is that, big, dude? <laughs> that is a big step in Adam's life. He's, he's <laughs> we com- pulled up. He is now fully committed to a local How pest did company. It, where? I didn't. The no, guy, it's a guy, sign out in his yard. I we pulled didn't up. See that. And I was like, Josh, look in at this. In the front or the side? In the front. I oh. said, Josh, look at this shit. And there's a fucking like sign that you would see when someone selling I literally a house. wanted to take a picture and post it to our socials like and say that's a new sponsor. The ones who do roofs, and it's like, look right. at this. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Sp- speaking of, uh, in a minute, I am gonna. I need to plug somebody. Oh, um, no. The, the wasp Are you people? serious? Huh? The wasp is this our people? first sponsor? No. Oh. No, this is a... This <laughs> is sponsored by Pest Black, Control. Black Diamond Pest your Control. Your faces. No. No, I, need, I just need to plug or, a friend of mine. I need to plug a friend of mine. But Yeah, where's our fucking lamp? Don't do that. By the way, <laughs> by the way, you know, as we're as we're continuing, I'm, pod- I'm actually really excited about that. Lamp, oh yeah, honestly. I've got a buddy of mine named Mark Arismendi who makes lamps out of liquor bottles, and we are going to, and they even have like a little USB charging port in them. Oh, and he, dude, I'm so he, stoked. He basically drops like he, he picks a, a really nice cigar box, and then he puts a liquor bottle on top of it, and he does all this fancy work with it, and he makes these really nice lamps. And we're going to end up getting some lamps in the room dude, sponsored. I'm by well, not sponsored. It'd be. I mean, if he's giving a, if he's giving us his stuff, that's basically yeah, well. Sponsor. Let me just be honest with you. Who ain't giving it to us? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're still gonna. Sponsor. Yeah, but I mean, he's hooking. He's hooking us up. Like he he started to, he started to drill through the bottom of one of the bottles and it broke. So he went to the store and he bought himself a bottle of of my favorite whiskey and he's just pounding it. Now, like trying. Now when, when you say your favorite whiskey, was it a half gallon of Soco? Yep, that's what he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a handle. Like you were back in college again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on the last episode recently, I, I found out I had a huge problem with wasps with the house. I got this guy to come out, and he was here while how did, I wasn't. Wait, how did you find out? But I mean, just I've just seen him. Yeah, Whenever because we ha- we you have need to listen to more of our episodes. Well, yeah. I'm so sorry that I am working full-time at home and taking care of two kids Look, who scream he, at me all he day. He found out he had a wasp problem when he walked out back to smoke a cig and nearly got raped by about okay. 10 of them. <laughs> I asked that because <laughs> I we nearly got have butt-fucked. maybe yeah. a wasp problem for the last three years and only happens about once every three days. They come in through our fireplace, but the flu's closed and everything's closed. They still they come get out. They go to the window. I kill them. And then I text my husband and say, I've killed three wasps today. And then it's been like that for three years. See, I would move out of your house. Like, I can't, I can't handle, I'm allergic. You would move, oh. First of all. So when I get stung, I mean, it's, it's outrageously painful. And then I'll swell up like the size of like a small grapefruit. On oh. my, in the on the place where I get sw- oh, yeah. do you do you swell up like a like a weekend of eating with Glenn all like the whole time yeah, <laughs> yeah a weekend swell, of sausage yeah, and beer you swell up the night after a fucking Chinese buffet <laughs> yeah that Hong Kong shit so anyway you are, you are legit fuck. allergic 
I am allergic. It's not like anaphylactic shock yeah, allergic. But you, my the 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 site will swell up. It's yeah. as big as an orange or tangerine. Yeah. It's it's huge, and it and it hurts. It's hot. It's as hard as a rock, and it stays that way. And then it go. It, it's two weeks. Then the next week is like awful itching and scratching. It's crazy well, when yeah, I get stung by a fun. wasp. How bad it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, I got stung by four in one day, and it was sucked, I'd probably but it was die. not that I'd at probably all. Die. It was just, I don't like this. But I've, I've been noticing over the last couple of years that, I, that there's just a lot around my house, and it's getting worse. When I mow my grass, if I just go outside to enjoy a beer or maybe like smoke a cigar, they're just everywhere, and they're really aggressive. So I called a guy, talked about it on the last podcast. You'll hear about it. And I, if you ever fucking Will listen. I? And then I came Will home <laughs> and he had staked my yard with this thing that was like, all bugs are dead bugs. And Wait, he did that without your, <laughs> your my permission? permission? Whoa. Yeah. But you allowed it to stay in. But yeah, and I want to be honest, it it's just because I'm you, lazy and I don't go out there and get it. But did you get a discount or anything from that? So that's the problem. Or is there I hope- wish he would have asked me. Yeah. Now here's the deal. If you listen to the podcast, you'll hear that this guy like went through some serious shit at my house. He like this guy when he was done, it was like PTSD. Yeah, yeah. but he's probably had worse. So we talked about that. We talked about that. I mean, this guy he acted like this. This is some Adam's house is like the hurt locker of <laughs> for yeah. stinging insects. Yeah, for like insect. But Th- in insect this could form. be turned into like a like a shitty sci-fi movie. If we wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Like hey, have you ever lost. seen Super Troopers? That's like well, his house. Yeah. yeah, basically. Anyway, enough about me. Will y'all quit swinging on my nuts? <laughs> That's what we do best. Ever since Adam walked in tonight, we've just been busting his balls. We yeah. Love you, though. Those drapes. Yeah, those drapes are bad. They, they look stupid. You know, uh, you, you brought up cigars. I had one for the first time, like last year, and I did not know how to smoke it correctly. Yeah. I have six really fantastic cigars downstairs that, that were given to me that I, I keep meaning to smoke. I had my first one we'll in Mexico one when right I got, now. right before I got married, and same thing, I didn't know how to do, how to it. do it. And I smoked it like a cigarette, and yeah. it was a bad oh, decision. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's weird if you've never done it before trying to... Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, it is. ...play around. It was it was interesting. Like, I think it would be nice, because I know a lot of people like to drink, you know, drink whiskey or drink scotch or something and oh. have a cigar. And uh, yes. it, w- it would be interesting to have the flavors. Are you it's fantastic. A, are you going to have a smoke room on your next house? Yeah. It's fantastic. So, and I, I smoke cigars kind of in a gross way. I, like, some people, like, <laughs> some people just kind of, like, puff on them, like, you know, uh, they, they don't, I, like, chew, chew on it. the last two inches of it yep. into a big pile of mush. But you and know I what? And I smoke, it's, and it's hot. It's all hot but in your I've mouth. Seen, I love disgusting. it. I know people who smoke it more like that than the puffing, who kind of chew on it. Looks and it's like always, a used Tootsie it's Roll when it's always in their mouth. What are you, like a fucking yeah. Vietnam veteran? <laughs> yeah, a Vietnam veteran. Who <laughs> wants to kill man. everyone? Yeah, we're going, in we're going um, Looks like you just stepped out of Kelly's Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember no one's going to get that the reference. The moment I stepped into Da Nang. No one's going to get that reference. No, they won't. Yeah, it was. I love smoking cigars. I just don't do it a lot because it, it, it's a commitment. You have to set aside like an hour yep. to you really yeah. enjoy a cigar. You I, have to. I found myself just getting into whiskey in general lately. I've ne- I never used to be a big whiskey drinker, and now I just like to pour a little. Speaking of, I have some 
unbelievable 14-year-old scotch downstairs. Well, I'm wondering why we don't have it right now. I would love to have some scotch right now. I'll take a little sipperoonies, but then... I think, we need to, I think we need to take a little break. I don't think I'm a scotch back. person either. Well, it's I mean, you I have will no taste nuts. it. You want to nut up and have some scotch? Wow. Wow. Yeesh. That hurts. Y'all ever notice know how what thick Devin's that. glasses are? I don't know what to say to that. They're super thick. Listen, I'm what, getting new what, glasses in like what, a month. What? I've sat on these glasses, I can't tell you how many times. They're fucked. But you know what? I saw him earlier putting contact solution in his eyes. I know your pain. Yeah. I have been there since I, I was 13. On, the prob- and you know what? Something people don't realize. What's that? People who have contacts will never fully enjoy a water slide. Ever. That is very true. Hey, 100%. Because if the water gets in their eyes, it's just, they can't like, see. Yeah, you lose squinting. your contacts. Or take the contacts out, you can't see it fully. You know what that else is my number one thing. We will never, ever enjoy it. What do you it. think what people with glasses have to deal with? Hey, do you know what? At least they can wear their glasses. I'm not saying that. I'm just but saying. But their glasses pe- get covered with water and they can't see anything, so they have to take them. You don't wear your glasses yeah, on a water I can't, slide. I don't wear my glasses in water. My uncle had little thingies. What, you got Horace Grant That's because you're talking about you the serial killer uncle of yours? I said yeah. uncle. 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 Who's my uncle? I have no idea. Yeah. That guy. That... Hey, fuck you, Adam. Uncle. The reason I don't wear my glasses in the water is because the last time I did, I fucking lost them in the Atlantic Ocean. And you got those whack-ass Oakleys? <laughs> How dare you? Who also, you also wear Oakley's. <laughs> I lost my room Oakley's. key in the ocean one time. <laughs> room key? You have your room yeah, key. Yeah, I had to go ocean. back to the front desk and tell them I lost my room key. And it was like a legit key. It wasn't like a card. It was like one you have to cut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Did they make you go down to Ace Hardware and cut a new one? <laughs> yeah, they gave me a homework assignment. They're like, you can't go back into your room until you get a new key. Did you have it in your unzipped fanny pack when you dove into the ocean? Yeah. It was bad. It was probably stupid. because you were staying at the Super 8 in Panama City. Yeah. Oh, man, Panama City. I was basically City. staying in like a retirement home. <laughs> I found a cheap room, and they didn't have enough old people to stay there. It was it was uncomfortable. There was a lot of weird old people there. You, were staying, of, you were staying at Del Webb, Panama City? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Super 8, aren't you going to Mexico, Jamie? I am. Tell us I about am. that. Um... Vacation? First, yeah, first vacation with me and my husband uh, with no kids. Were you going to Playa de Carmen or something? No. We're going to, um, we're actually going to Puerto Vallarta, but north of that, about 15 miles. It's Playa Mita. To Juarez. <laughs> to fucking <laughs> Tijuana. Mexican mafia. Yeah. You're going no. to see a donkey show? <laughs> I love me a good donkey show. Um, but no, for real. We, uh, yeah, we're going there. It's the first vacation that will be. She asked me my husband with no, um, no nobody child, to answer children's. to. Well, not even kids, just nobody to answer to. We've been to Australia. No government to answer to. to. No yeah. government? It's going to be like show. the Mexican a, purge yeah. down there. But no. Uh, yeah. Will you all shut the fuck up did and let say, her finish? Did you a purge down there? <laughs> the Mexican just purge. Just shut up. <laughs> sorry, let her sorry, finish. Jamie. Yeah, so. Um, Are you excited though? Yeah. I thought, I mean, Adam, I thought you were going on this vacation. He was thinking about it. We invited him to go. We were inviting anybody adult-wise to come with us because the more the merrier. I would love to. I'm going. I had already been, already bought a flight to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas was, for a yeah. few days. That's cool. We didn't get an invite to either of these, Josh and I, so. 
Well, that's cool. Appreciate that. Sorry. Thanks for not inviting us. Well, did you? She just, doesn't really did know. You guys, you sh- did you guys just hear how I tried to finish a sentence and you both just fucking went nutso? It wasn't us. The reason was why Adam. I'm sure Adam started were, talking. Pretty sure Adam I was, was there. Taken up for her. Yeah. Yeah. He I was, was invited. Taken up. Two of you all just go. You just tee off. It's like ping pong, <laughs> back and forth. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, just back and forth. That's I mean, racist. you guys can still, you know. <laughs> that is racist. <laughs> that's so racist. You still won't even let her finish a sentence. Sorry, Jamie. Continue. No, I'm good. No, continue. Nothing we'll to actually say. let you speak. She's Jamie's actually leaving. She's, yeah, she's getting pissed. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to be pissing Adam off, not Jamie. Go ahead. Sorry, Jamie. No, it's fine. Nothing else to say. You know. No, she is really pissed. Yeah, she's, I can see it on her face. I'm really not. So it's a, tri- it's a trip momentum. to Mexico. Like, what do you? Yeah, I mean, what do you want to talk about? No, There's gonna be- so what I was curious about. So, if Adam had gone, was he going to try out um, the Mexican version of like Tinder while he was down there? Or- <laughs> Tindor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know, actually, speaking of Tinder, so I that that all has happened since I've been married or dating. I'm sure the same for you, right? What did Tinder? Oh like, yeah. We yeah. never did Tinder, right? No, no. So when my husband's stepbrother was in town two years ago, I was all about it. I wanted to know he was doing Tinder, and I wanted to see what it was about. He had it on his phone. I said, let's do it. I want to do it. I'll swipe for you. Show me what to do. I'll choose which Because I had girl. no idea, right? Yeah. And he is a nice guy, but he is all about looks. And me looking at the Tinder profiles, I said, do you ever read the profiles? And he's like, no. He just no. looks at the picture. No. Yeah. And I said, really? And he was like, no, just never do it. That's and why I, I, That's why I never got on there. Well, I was scared to death. And this was almost like the perfect scenario you could ever think of in my situation. So one night, we're on our back patio because they stayed with us. And I said, let me do it. And I was going through and I was like, so you never look. And he was like, I never do. And so I said, what about her? Not even looking at her profile. And he goes, Yes. And I went, okay, and I looked at her profile, not even knowing. And it says, hey, I'm transitioning from a male to a female. Yes. yes. I still Perfect. have genitalia. And I said, so you liked her, right? And he's like, yes. And I was like, she has a penis, which is okay for some people, but for him, not. And Did it, it was like life? the best thing I could have ever planned. Yes. It was like I had planned it. I went, look at that. And his body just went, ooh. And he was so mad that I had taught him a lesson, just in general. Now he reads every profile to the full description. Probably not. Good. <laughs> Probably not. That's- but he would have swiped whichever way now and the question- accepted that. And then he probably would have met up with her and... Him being him, the question he'd have gotten a little four inch surprise. Exactly. Does that make him gender phobic because he didn't pursue her? Wow. Let's take it to another level. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about gender phobia. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. What a great topic. (laughs) Thirty minutes into our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Dive into that realm. Yeah. It's a complete turnaround. Well, cool. I'm excited for your trip. I wish I was going on a trip. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. No kids. We haven't had anything like that since before we even got married. So, Josh, where do you want to go with me since <laughs> everybody else is going on a vacation? Um, you guys can still come. Just, you know. Nah, it's too late in the game. We got oh. too much going on. Too busy. Uh, we could go to Ireland. Okay. Visit my, ho- visit my homeland. Is that your homeland? 
I mean, you're yeah. secretly Irish. Secretly? Yeah. As if I'm hiding it? Yeah. No. Yeah, the red hair kind of gives it away. What yeah. red hair? Hey, hey. Josh hey. hey, I'll tell you what. How about on this podcast we talk about some real fucking topics? <laughs> all right, we'll pick one then. <laughs> yeah. uh, you all are the ones that had it all set up. I came in late. You all. <laughs> Why don't y'all talk about some topics and let's cut out all this bullshit. What What do you want to talk about? Conspiracy theories. Jesus oh, fucking Christ. Christ. <laughs> I like how the tide has completely turned. <sighs> yeah. Like five episodes ago, we were like, conspiracy theories. And I was like, oh God. And I'm, now We only got about 30 flipped. minutes. You think we can tackle it in Just 30? because he's in a no, surly not moody way. I was going to say, I, I feel like Adam that. feels like there's nothing to lose. So just Yeah, I just want to argue yeah. about it. I just want to argue about he it. He just wants to argue about something. Yeah. You mean you want to talk about how 9-11 was fake? Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there, there, is no good, there is no convenient way to prove that 9-11 was fake. No, I don't, think it, I don't think it was fake, but um, I, I just feel like in some... It was orchestrated? I feel, I feel like it was a false flag. Yeah. Orchestrated is, yep. a, is a great word. Thanks. Do you honestly believe that? Uh-oh. You're an intelligent there's man. There's a part of me that does. Do you, I didn't... I'm not asking about a party. Do I believe it wholeheartedly? Uh, I don't. I mean, probably not. Because Do you believe I anything wholeheartedly? This is a yes or no question. Do you believe right now, hand on the table, do you believe that 9-11, the biggest terrorist attack in U.S. history, oh was a false flag? Oh, no. What do you mean false flag? Oh, oh. for Christ's fucking sake. Basically, it's it's when a it's when a like a an act happens, but they're saying it was one person, but it, they're but it actually happened by someone else. So, like by saying it's a false flag would be like okay, they're saying terrorists did it, but we believe like the U.S. government was behind it. Yes, we're we're saying it's a false flag, meaning that the Iranians or the Syrians or the or the whatever what another flag did it and it the the deeper meaning of a false flag is that a country like let's say syria would tell everybody that the u.s had bombed them when they were really bombing themselves right and they're doing it to stir yeah. the population yeah they want them to hate america they want all that vitriol so there are a lot of people that think 9-11 was a false flag that the u.s orchestrated the most deadly and awful terrorist attack in history on themselves to affect gas and oil prices and to screw over the American people and to get us up in arms about terrorism so we could go over to these these and, landlocked and, and sand countries. So I'm guessing that you don't think that. No. And push through someone else's agenda, essentially. Yes. No. Because it, it, we have the mightiest military on the planet. We don't need false flags. We don't need to murder 3,500 or 4,500 or 2,900, how many ever it was, Americans and, and other people. Because we need to push through an agenda. But don't you think if we need we a reason, a reason beyond a shadow of a doubt? If we happen. want to push through an agenda, we fire up our jets and we fire up hold the on, aircraft hold on, carriers hold on, hold on, hold on. and we I'm just go you. on over hold and on. we just screw. You know, as well as I do, 
we're both the same age. When when nine eleven happened, we were nineteen years old. Twenty, you were like twenty twenty one, roughly. Two thousand one. You guys are fucking old. Yeah, we are fucking old. How old are you? Younger than you. Oh fuck. Ooh. I was in high school when it happened. So. Yeah, I was in college. I was in college. Yeah, me too. You know that everything that followed after that. It didn't matter what Bush, what anyone said, if they said they were doing it for freedom and for liberty and to take out terrorism, everybody was on board. It didn't matter what it was. You could have said, we need to, we need to like increase the deficit by $4 trillion. And they, and, and they could have said it was for, for liberty and for freedom and the freedom bill. And everyone would have been on board. It didn't matter because all we cared about was avenging those people that died that day. That's all we cared about. I have, a, uh, I have an interesting quote. <clears throat> that um, somebody from fucking, he's a Hitler's Reich Marshal. What? After World War Two. Anyway, uh, it says, naturally, the common people don't want war. But after all, it is the leaders of a country who determine the policy. And it is always a simple matter to drag people along, whether it's democracy or a fascist dictatorship or parliament or a communist dictatorship. Voice or no voice, the people can always be brought to the bidding of the leaders. This is easy. All you have to do is tell them that they are being attacked and the and announce the pacifists for lack of patriotism and exposing the country to danger. It works the same in every country. Did you just quote Hitler? Is that what you did? No. Oh. I, I thought you said Hitler. I'm pretty sure you just quoted Hitler. I did not just quote <laughs> Hitler. God damn it. Which makes you racist. No, yeah, um, which, which makes you a Nazi. Devin's a Nazi. Title yeah, of the episode. Devin's so a Nazi. You're a Nazi. I'm fascist. German. I'm I have, German. A, I have an interesting quote it. for you all. It says, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> uh, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> uh, that was, that was, uh, yeah, you guys keep going. Sorry. I know. I, I just, I, I think that. Anyone could have said anything in those coming days and months after that, and it wouldn't have mattered because whatever they told us we were going to do, whether it was Iraq, which to this day I still don't understand why we were in Iraq. Um, you know, I understand taking down Saddam Hussein, but to me that wasn't where the battle was. And, yes, I know I'm not the, the minister of defense or, like, anyone who has any intel knowledge on that side of it, but I know that they could have got away with murder after that. And it was it would have been so easy for them to push forward with whatever agenda they had, which conveniently happened to fall in Iraq, which is to me not where the hotbed of Al Qaeda is. The, a good question to ask yourself in any situation like this, anytime mm-hmm. that someone's talking about a conspiracy theory, anytime somebody's talking about well a conspiracy theory, why, why, the largest country, the most prolific militarily in the entire world because Ever, our, our government god damn it no listen our government is not set up to where the president can come down and be like we need to go to war without reason we need to go to war we're going we're invading iraq and here's why and if congress and the senate does not vote on it and That's does not, not agree happening. with it they're not going to go forward but you i can tell you after a terrorist attack wrong after what? that terrorist bullshit we fight and kill and bomb and do shit all the time by a presidential decree. He doesn't have to have congressional approval. For war, he does. He cannot executive For, order us into if war. If he says, I want to go to WAR, he has to have congressional approval. Do you know how many countries and how many bombs that we can butt fucking drop 
before we go to war we can't without pissing we, off nato you can't who gives a shit about nato well, right you're, nobody you're gives a shit about nato nobody we only work with them because of all these accords and all the bullshit we wreck people constantly without ever going to war you're right we don't need to go to war but the technology in 2001 isn't what it is today I'm not saying that they still couldn't kill them at a distance and randomly and covert, but it's not what it is today. What? I, I just, it's just so, I cannot believe that we are having this argument. I cannot believe that you are honestly arguing that we could have potentially done something like that, something so vile and disgusting to our own people. I understand that governments work in a different plane. They work in a different realm than normal human thought. They have to have really dirty things and really, really sick things go on all the time that we don't know about, and I don't want to know about them. Let me pose a hypothetical to no, you. No, you're going to let me fucking finish. <laughs> How about, hold on. <laughs> How about, rather than the motive, if you guys are going to have this discussion, talk about the ability to carry it out. Right? Mm -hmm. Because the ability to carry out what happened can be just as much an argument. Right? Yes. So not the reason why, but how it happened, people involved, One how person. the planes, all of that. One person has to has to start to, to talk and say, this is bullshit. I'm going to walk down to CBS one day and just tell everybody it's bullshit. And I'm, here's all the proof. But what would be? That, I'm sorry if that's not where you were going with this. Wait, no, 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 I'm talking about you guys are arguing about why 9/11 got carried out, and I'm saying if you're saying not government conspiracy, you're saying yes, and I'm saying well, if we want to look at a different level of this, why don't we look at the aspect of how it was carried out? Because if you are still saying government-wise, and you are saying non-government-wise, there has to be holes in either one of those stories that makes you go. With the planes and so, the hijacking and how it all happened, there so has you, to be holes there on either side. So right? you essentially had four men, I believe it was four, that came into the United States, trained in aviation school, got their license, knew how to knew how to fly, like did test flights, did all this stuff, and basically set themselves up to. I mean, our security wasn't wasn't what it was back like wasn't oh, yeah, back sure. then what it is now. So set themselves up to be able to fly the planes and control them and know what they're doing. It just seems, it just seems too, so elaborate. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I know we weren't on edge like we are now and we didn't like whatever. It just seems so elaborate and so detailed and planned. I'm not saying that a foreign government couldn't do it, but to know that all these things came through and were allowed to happen and, and the government so knew perfectly. about them and they had tips okay. about it and did nothing like yeah. even in the even in the weeks leading up to it, do you have any idea how many tips the government gets on a daily basis? Well, yeah. Do you know how the many FBI times a day that the, the Secret Parkland Service shooting. has to field a call about somebody that wants to kill the president of the United States? I'm sure they get a lot of them. It's unconscionable how many they get. They cannot suss out every single one. They have to take the ones that they feel like are credible. But don't you think now if they it were... doesn't always work? Sometimes it fucks up, and we don't always catch all the shit. I was gonna say, don't you think there were enough? Yeah, if that was the if that was a reason, then you would think there'd be enough tips 
for all these things happening on the same day. And so he is saying... I think we found out after the fact that we did have some lapses in concentration. That there were people that we maybe asked to go look into some of this stuff. And they were like, it's just out of all the shit that I got to do. My manager gives me 15 things to do. I know that I can complete seven out of all the shit that I got to do. I'm going to prioritize the ones. And if I get busted for a few of them, so be it. There has to be a lapse in concentration every once in a while. Shit happens. People drop the ball. We fucked up and we tightened up the screws. We knew that a lot of shit was going down. We knew it. And we had decent intel to suggest that this was probably going to happen. We focus on the fact that we had decent intel. We have got to understand that they have filing cabinets full of decent intel. Filing cabinets full of it. Any one of those could pop off. And No, I don't disagree with you because I think that their day-to-day are probably hundreds of things that get shut down and put away for terrorist activity or anything being shut down that we never hear about. Yes. It's just when things fall between the cracks is when we actually do hear about it, which yeah. is at most jobs or most things. There's no way in hell that the United States... I, just, I can't fucking believe I'm even arguing about this. I think a, I don't a, think a better that, point that we can steer this, uh, this debate in is uh, look at the... Look at look at what happened. Exactly what happened. Planes flew into buildings, right? And the outcome of it. And the outcome of it. Go on that. Well, I mean, what what was the outcome other than us getting screwed, and then security measures in the United States getting better? I mean, I understand that we ended up starting this this random. Uh, like fighting over in that country. Everyone said it was for oil. Everyone said it was so we could start to attack terrorism. But even after all of that was done, you know, weapons of mass destruction. What did we really gain? And I I know that nothing. Exactly. I would like to think that my country and the people that are running it are some of the smartest people on the fucking planet. If they wanted to perpetrate the most vile terrorist act against this country ever, don't you think that they would have already thought about the outcome being, whoops, there's no weapons of mass fucking destruction? Don't you think they would have already thought to themselves, we're going to look like fucking idiots when this is all done? Right, unless they were, unless it was a scheme, basically, to get their foot in the door. Yeah, and that's what I Get their read. foot in what door? A, a door made of sand in a country where they still butt they fuck each other reason. when they're mad? They needed a reason yep. to get in there. And that's what oh, I have and also And that was the reason. A reason to get in there. We have been in there since the 90s. I know, dropping like bombs and putting cruise missiles up camels' asses. Right. We don't need a fucking reason. We went over there and capped off all these wells with our own money. Got Britain and France and all these other countries to go over there with us to make sure that we weren't burning off all this oil and to make sure we aren't, we're not poisoning the locals. I. <laughs> this is... Listen, I'm not talking about that outcome. I'm talking about the discrepancies and and what the the damages is basically what I'm referring to. Like to the buildings? Two two steel buildings collapsing. Oh, God. Yeah. Collapsing. Not toppling. Collapsing. I feel like that's a whole other, almost a separate conspiracy theory. And then you got another building that just randomly falls. Yeah. And then 
You have a plane. God, look at Adam. It's you so... have a plane that that crashed in the middle of a field, but yet was it a plane that crashed in the field? Or was it a plane that was shot? Down? Or the one who hit the Pentagon and the then, hole? Yeah, the hole that didn't make. I'm sure you've heard all these, Adam. Of course I have. Go ahead. I'm just trying to, you know, spark. He's up just trying to stir the pot. Hey, yeah. so not... I'm curious. Have you ever worked with steel before? No, have you? Yes. Have you ever worked with steel that's red hot and seen the difference in the ductility? No, have you? Yes, I have. When steel you beams? get a piece of steel red hot, you can take your pinky finger. I'm talking around 1,800 degrees, which is around what jet fuel burns, or, or 16 mm-hmm. to 1,800 degrees. You can take your pinky finger on high-strength steel and bend that steel with your pinky finger. And yet they now, build will buildings it with melt this? and will it pour like molten steel? And there was all this bullshit. There was, there was, looked like molten steel was pouring out of the windows. There was tons of shit in that building that could burn that way. Glass kind of burns that way. I don't know if you know it, but that fucking building was covered in glass. There was a glass everywhere in it, you know? Do you also not think that the, the bombing on the World Trade Center that happened years before was not a test? To see what it could stand up to? A test to see what it would stand up to? I think that was a failed bombing. Not to mention, not every bombing is supposed to be a bombing to bring down a building. Not every bombing is going to be like Timothy McVeigh. That bombing, on a lot of scale, or on a lot of situations, is there to shock the public. It's there to scare people. That's why it's called terrorism correct but to if, it, strike it, terror 100%. into the hearts of the people but if you were gonna if you were gonna take down a building in the united states now what year was that one the it first was, one uh, 93 it was like yeah it was early 90s okay i believe so uh if you were going to take down a building that had the most significance in the united states at the time other than the white house what buildings buildings had more significance than the world trade center where all of this international business was going on. They were iconic. They were, at the time, the two of the tallest buildings in the world. They're, they're, they're I hard. know. The, the, the World Trade Centers are like two middle fingers in, in, in of capitalism. I love it. Exactly. So if, if you were going to attack one and you were trying to make a statement to the United States, a big fuck you, if you will, there, there would not be two larger ones. So in the, in, the, in the flip side of that, knowing that, knowing that what these two buildings mean to our country and knowing that if they were to fall, what that would do to the country and what that would ignite in the people, don't you think that that would also have an effect on everyone to get them like on board with whatever you needed to get done? Why? The same, like we've been talking about. This is, this brings me back to what Why I was Why do well, I on, need on, to be on. ignited? Why hold do on. we need to strike vitriol in the hearts of people let, to go in and bomb Iraq? Look, let, let, this is. I was going to pose this before whenever she brought up her, her side point. Let me, let me pose a hypothetical to you. I can't wait. Okay. Let's say you were a, a high-ranking official in this country, president, if you will, okay? And someone posed to you a scenario to where to where 3000 people you know and, and your your own citizens are going to die but the this is what's going to come from it to drop in the bucket to them yeah 3000 people are going to die you know they're going to more than likely lose their lives but 
this is the plan, this is the agenda, this is the prosperity that's going to come from it, this is what our country stands to gain from, from doing that. If you knew that, and maybe the president didn't know. Maybe what does our country stand to gain? From invading a country and, and gaining like... A country that we can invade without dropping buildings? We, that's what you're 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 stepping on wrong. We cannot just invade a country without cause. Yes, we can. No, no we, we can't. can't. Yes, we can. Not without fucking with their allies, fucking with the UN. If you have a we are not going to stir the stick, stir the pot like that. If you have a reason to invade it, and those and our civil our our country is mad, then they are cheering you on to invade it. Yeah. they're not just saying oh whatever, or they're saying do it. I don't care what happens. Take no prisoners. Get it done. Yeah, all right, guys. finish. I won't say anything else. I'll just listen. Just finish. No, that's all I was going to say is if you knew that, if you knew the agenda and you knew that only, that 3,000 of your 350 million people had to die, or 300 million maybe at the time, but you knew the gains that came from it, you knew that less than 1% of your people had to die for it, would you proceed? Had to die for what? For the gains that came from invading this country. What gains came from invading finan- another country? Anytime we go to war, the... the um, What gains came from it? Another eleven or 12,000 soldiers dying? No. Is that what gains I'm came from I'm talking about the financial another gains from, for everyone. Another 50 billion, almost a trillion dollars being wiped out of our economy to go fight that war? Is that a gain? No. The gains that come from the mass production of of all this military equipment that comes from the basically how the economy prospers during war. And that's a fact that it does. This is not World War fucking too. You don't have factories filled with women and children and men that can't fight making machines. You have fucking robots making the machines. This you is still have to supply it. This Someone, is ridiculous. No, I, I cannot fucking believe that you were actually posing this fucking argument. We are the Western fucking world. Since the 19 fucking hundreds, we have been raising babies and raising people to have morals and ethics. We live differently than a lot of other countries where they don't care about the people that live next door to them. They don't give a shit about anybody. They're born that way. It's almost chromosomal. We care about our neighbors. We care about each other. Even when someone is screaming randomly, people will run towards them to help the United, listen The United to States me. of 2000 is not the United States of the 1930s. Just listen to me for a second. We are moral and ethical. And I think that as you start to perpetrate the biggest conspiracy, the largest conspiracy in national history, that not only one or two or whatever people that would have to be involved in this are going to start having a real moral and ethical dilemma with what's going on. We would never be able to perpetrate a plan so vile ever. It's impossible. It is impossible. It's not impossible. Yeah, I disagree with you. It's not. To say that it's impossible is to say that everyone is is good to their core. I also think that putting America on this high pedestal that we are the best country in the entire world is a, is a bit ridiculous. I have we, never said that America is the best no, country in the entire and world. And I'm not saying that, but you were saying how we care about our neighbors. Well, that's not true. And you say, I mean, our education level is not even high enough. The amount that we have people on people violence isn't even remotely close. And mass shootings and all these things that... I'm not, I listen. I was born and raised here. I'm not saying we are awful, but I'm saying there are a lot 
more countries that are doing way better than us. So it's not inconceivable to say that we may not have fucking dirty government doing dirty things to gain their own money. Like, I think it's been pretty clear even in the last 10 years that, like, we are not the priority of the government at all. It is them making money, money in their pocket, benefiting each other. And every once in a while, we have a government official who is a shining star, but then that only lasts for a little bit. And we're, you know. Look, mass shootings are a product of our situation. We have more guns per capita than any country ever. And that's like saying we all live in, in um, uh, a, a town that's got like a, a, a foot of water in it. Your shoes are going to get wet. It's just going to happen. It's an unfortunate side effect of the situation that we've been, we've been brought up in. We have more guns, therefore more people are going to die via guns. Okay, it's so un- guns it's unfortunate. That doesn't mean that we are not moral and ethical. Okay. I think out of most nations yeah. that we have, we are brought up and steeped in religion. We're steeped in moral and morals and ethics. We have, we have separated ourselves. We have everybody beating it down your throat and we have other countries beating it down your throat that we're awful and we're not. No. So, so give me, give me a realization. Tell me why we are spending millions for this goddamn wall, but Flint, Michigan can't get clean water in our own country. If you're talking about taking care of each other, Flint, Michigan does have clean water. They just announced it yesterday. Yesterday? How many years has that been going on before it actually happened? I understand. Look, I'm just saying, out of 50 states, you're going to have a few taking... every once in a while that are a piece of shit. And this has but nothing not to do with state. the federal government. Like that has Hunger to do with the somebody has to be, We have to be taking care of each other before we start trying to say you can't come in our country. Because the fact right. is, is that... What? Statistically, no, it's going to happen, Jamie. You have 50 states. If you have five of them, if you have 10% of them that aren't great, we're still in the ninetieth percentile of great states. Community. It's not. It's not. People are shitty, and it has nothing to do with the state. It has to do with the government not providing what they need to for an area that they should have for years. So you're posing an argument that, or, or arguing against me, where I say there's no way that a thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people that would have to be involved in the most vile cover-up. Why do you and, think it would have to be that many and, people? But, I'm just saying... He, I, here's what she's trying to say, is to think that our government... I know what she's trying to say. ...is on the straight and narrow enough to where they wouldn't do something against their own citizens Thank for you. beneficial yeah. gain for themselves or long-term gain for the country. It, it's preposterous to me because I can tell you, they if they had that much interest in us as we as we want, as you're saying that they do then we wouldn't have some of the issues that we have. That's Perfect. what she's trying to say. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can shake your head. I like how we were going to talk about conspiracy theories, but we're just talking about one conspiracy. Well, I mean, it's a big topic. It is. It's a big topic. I'm literally going to have to go downstairs and do two things. And to be I'm fair, I'm going to have to take an anxiety that. pill and a blood pressure pill. <laughs> and I'm going to chew them up and snort them off, no, off no. My, my countertop. And rub one out to calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna crush up my blood pressure and my anxiety pill. Put them in a glass what of scotch. What a wild Monday night. Yeah, what a what a Monday night. I'm I'm actually kind of pissed off 
That's okay. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed off. I mean, look, I, I knew that we weren't going to convince each other otherwise. No. Um, but, I mean, I think it's interesting to see each well, other. Well, because if you, I, if you I, guys I, did agree and convince each other, then that would be really fucking boring, right? It would be. No, Just. not necessarily. I <laughs> find it, and I don't want you all to take this the wrong way. I do not want you to take this the wrong way because what I say is going to be very direct. I can't believe that the two of you all have such a shitty opinion of the United States that you that you would think some of these things. I understand that we're not fucking perfect, and I understand that a lot of bad shit happens. But when you really look at it and you really spread it out and you're graphing it out, it ain't that fucking bad. First See, off, you've the, been convinced that it's bad by watching all the fucking news a, channels, by uh, listening to in, fucking InfoWars. I'm I don't the exact opposite of you. I am actually quite surprised that you're, and, and it's going to sound really shitty, you're going to get mad, <laughs> but I find it really surprising that the Adam I know is so close-minded my, to the fact that uh, it yeah th- well not even close because i don't like this calling, is an argument no i'm I not don't, necessarily close-minded to it like, i'm just i'm just choosing a side i don't like cl- saying close-minded but i am surprised that you are so maybe narrow-minded no. like you that there's no with you there's no wiggle room i feel that it is and the fact that you are I don't know. I don't know how to not sound like a dick, but just you, sound like a dick to him. You sound so like America can do no bad, and we're fucking awesome, and that's just not the reality. We have major flaws, and we are not the best country. And I think the best thing is to look at those flaws and say, "What the fuck can we do to be better?" And I'm surprised because you seem like a very not. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know. I'm. I mean, you know. I seem like you are very, it seems like you are very close-minded. I didn't realize you were. Just like, no, yeah, I, I didn't mean, realize. You, you, you can <laughs> have your You all understand, right, that no, we've chosen sides. i, I got to choose real, one or the other. I didn't if realize you, you were so fiery. Left, I have to go right. And I am going to argue that point vehemently. That It doesn't necessarily mean that everything that I've said I believe in wholeheartedly. This yeah. is an argument. I'm going to do everything I can to prove you wrong. Well, it's not debate team, though. Like we are, we are, no, I mean, we are sitting here and talking about our sides, but you don't have to just be that side. You how can, can be I, a little and, bit and one side and a little bit the other. How out it's of what I said, would you, would you eschew that I am, I am close minded. Of course I can conceive of a government that would do those kinds of things to the country. Of course I can conceive of a government that would do vile, disgusting but things just, like murdering their own people to... Make sure that they further the agenda of the country. Absolutely. But if they were going to do those things like we know have happened historically over and over and over and over again, there's no conspiracy surrounding it. There's no bullshit. They are all powerful. They can crush us whenever so, they want to do it. But we're so we're not why, ran by a dictatorship. So what, then what? why need the conspiracy? Why so, not just fucking to, do some to shit? To save like face. You gotta like save what? face. But like what? If you're saying they can save just do face? it well, they can just do it with no conspiracy, what could they possibly do that would have the same outcome and America shouting, Yes, go attack them? Give me an example of what they could do. It is so much easier to manufacture the vitriol without having to go in and murder a bunch of American citizens. But is it? 
Yes, it just takes time. We've been doing it for years. That's the way that um, propaganda works. Propaganda is a slow burn. It doesn't necessarily take a whole lot of time, although a, we have so some like really 9/11. glaring instances of it of it working really quickly. But whenever- a president's only got four years. And 9-11 was a kind of slow burn. It happened, and then everybody slowly went. That president had eight, and he knew he was going to have eight. But I'm saying, typically, a president only has four years. Yeah. So if they were trying to push something fast, then they've got to do something. And to come back to your other point where you're saying that why even have the why keep the facade or why try and save face? Because if a president came down and murdered 3,000 of his people in cold blood blatantly with like everyone knowing that it was him, then he wouldn't be the president anymore. And he'd be in jail. You all understand, right, that we could have this argument and we can throw all this shit at each other and not necessarily believe that all the shit that we're saying is true, right? Well. I am a really efficient arguer. I have told you all God knows how many total fucking ridiculous things tonight that I don't necessarily believe. Whatever. You were getting so fucking heated. Do I look heated? Not anymore. You were. You calmed yourself down. It's because I'm a good arguer. Whatever. So then we're just... for a second. Huh? Then what's the point of all this? Because I like to argue. So you like to argue with us, and you don't necessarily stand behind your argument, but the listeners are supposed to be on a side? Because right no. now they're going to say, I'm not we on never, Adam's side ever. A prerequisite for listening to this podcast is not being on a side. They're just listening. I mean, I like to argue. You all wanted to argue about something that's very polarizing. And I had to choose a side. And I knew that Josh, and I suspected you, that you, you were going to choose a certain side. You brought it up that you want to do this. Josh has wanted to talk about this. Oh, I have too. Number number one, I literally stepped in to Devin's house the first time we recorded, and Josh said, "Let's talk about 9-11. I mean, I can. Yeah, but I did it because I brought it up before, and you were like, "We're not." I can tell you before the last time I was on here. Well, two times before I was on there, which was I think back in December. I yeah, you talked about that thing you listened to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you like listen to that like conspiracy podcast? Oh yeah, and they they were to do Sandy Hook, which I think is complete bullshit. No. So I'm not a conspiracy theory person whatsoever. I refuse. We're not going to talk about school shit. No, nope, we're not. I mean, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other ballpark, and I don't want to. I'm yeah. not a conspiracy theory nut. I. Adam, would you be opening opening? God damn it, dude! I I really can't talk. You were doing good until that one. I know it. Um, <laughs> are you open to watching a documentary about that? I've probably seen all the documentaries. Have you ever seen Loose Change? I don't remember the names of the documentaries. Are we talking about seen. Sandy Hook or 9-11? No, 9-11. Okay. I, don't I have, I've never seen a YouTube video or a documentary about that, about this one in particular. I've never seen one that doesn't start off with really great information and then fall so flat on its fucking face that it's, it's, it's literally comical to watch. It, they they always end up having just some totally absurd the, these like fact finding missions that are just completely absurd. It just a, a completely absurd. Would you but be isn't open that to how? I mean, you you all like like the hole in the Pentagon. You all understand that a plane, even though it's a huge massive thing that flies through the air full of people, that it's basically made and structurally engineered to have as little material in it as possible material that's full of holes that's paper thin it's unbelievable that they even fly anyway when they hit the ground they disintegrate they disintegrate they turn into dust 
I still want you to argue the point about the buildings collapsing. But before we do Devin, this, hold on. This is the reason why conspiracy theories <laughs> we don't ha- are We don't active. have enough time for this shit. No, but I'm just saying this Jamie's is the reason got time for anything. conspiracy um, theories are active because you can go on and on and on and everybody... It's a black hole. Yeah, it's a, it is. It is. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a black hole until two of your friends tell you you're closed-minded about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you told us that we uh, were yeah, you, so anti you, our country yeah, that we couldn't... That we would think that they would do something on that like shit. <laughs> you can't, you know. But... Hey, just because I'm a fascist, bro, don't judge me. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Little red diaper doper babies. That's uh there's this like right wing guy on the radio that always says that talking about like the the like communist liberals that had uh like ended up having like tons of kids and they like bring them up into that and they're like infiltrating America and all this bullshit. Devin uh, uh Devin was talking earlier about getting uh a tattoo. I'm gonna get Antifa oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get Antifa tattooed on me. Yeah, you should. <laughs> and by uh, by the way, I mean we can end up talking about this some other time. Just We probably won't. Just from an engineering perspective. Just from an no, engineering no. perspective. No, no, mm-hmm. don't do it. When you heat up shitloads of steel, it becomes really pliable. And then when all that pliable steel falls down on a building that just got hit by a 740 fucking 7, and, or 727, and everything in there has suddenly been structurally compromised, and you're falling down on a bunch of really hot, soft steel, well, suddenly the structural integrity of that building is compromised because so it, it just it just basically went through what would be equivalent to like a 12.0 on the Richter scale when it got hit by a fucking plane. The entire building was already structurally compromised already. Yeah. So one got hit low and one got hit high. And when these two huge behemoths of American engineering fall, naturally they're going to affect the other buildings around them fires started in the other I'm buildings. I'm just getting stressed out listening to you because I know you're wrong. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? I'm not wrong. Like my, when the fire started in the other I'm buildings, hot. it did the exact same thing to the, instru- the structural integrity. I want to hear Jamie argue this. I do want to hear Jamie argue this. You're getting stressed out because you know that I'm wrong? Getting, I'm just getting so hot because How am I, I wrong? just... You're just wrong about everything. Release. It just makes me so upset. And um, release the anger. Uh, wrong about everything. I thought I, I was going to be the only one supporting my opinion. Listen, tonight. I we, you tried to put it to bed with a tattoo, and I thought, I hey, this is I a tried fun. To segue out this is a fun segue. Let's talk about tattoos, and then Adam, Adam was let like, let me say one more thing about the building, and then like. My armpits got sweaty, and I just... Next week, we need to video the podcast and bring her back on. I'm going to go to Home Depot, and I'm going to buy a $12 bottle of map gas, and we're going to get some decent steel, and we're all going to get it nice, cherry, red, and hot, and we're going to see how easy it is to bend. Now, are you going to bend it? Are you going to use the same precision you used when you hung those drapes? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. Instead of ra- right instead of ragging on me and telling me that I'm wrong, tell me why I'm wrong. Hey, but I thought that you just said that airplanes were made of all this material and the least material possible. So whenever they hit, they disintegrate. Ooh. They do disintegrate. But unfortunately, when you take something that's fucking a hundred feet long with a sixty-eight foot wingspan and you fill it with fucking people and fuel and luggage, it's gonna have a wallop behind it. Unfortunately, you know, just to crush your argument again. Right. But, but all but, of the but whenever it hits a building three quarters of the way up, is it gonna cause the bottom to collapse? Did you? 
that we just talked about this. No, we it haven't put should, this to bed. Yes, we did. No. It, it automatically, when it hits that building, it's going to shake that building's foundation like a huge earthquake. So it's naturally going to attack the building's structural integrity. Then on the floors above and below where it hits and all that fire is there, it's going to weaken all that steel. Then you have hundreds and hundreds of tons of steel and shit falling down on a building that already has weakened structural integrity. And it didn't just suddenly fall. It hit and collapsed floor by floor by floor by floor because it becomes a big domino effect. It did that in both buildings. And both of you assholes saw those planes hit. An entire 727 or 747 ran into the side of that building and it looked like someone had gone with a Sharpie marker and made little picture of a wing and a little hole. It was a huge fucking plane and all it did was leave this little mark on it it doesn't mean that it didn't knock the fuck out of that building it just means that the footprint's a little bit smaller because of the material the plane is made out of this is not fucking rocket science it's exactly the same thing that happened at the pentagon so you were saying that it basically had the same effect as if like an earthquake had hit it to the foundation don't you think that those buildings are made to withstand that type of thing? No, it's New York fucking city. When's the last time that we've ever had a huge earthquake in New York fucking city? So you're saying that they didn't they didn't build those buildings anticipating that maybe they'd have to endure a hurricane on the they East They would Coast? never have to. A, a huge hurricane rarely ever comes through New York City, and that's going to affect those buildings a little differently than an earthquake. Not to mention New York City doesn't really live near any major fault lines. I disagree. I... I <laughs> No, I want. I, I love I, how no, you no, just finish no, the argument. With, the like I just up. disagree. I, can, yeah. I want Jamie. Tell us your thoughts on the the collapsation of the buildings. The collapsation. Not sure, that's a word, but okay. <laughs> I, it wasn't meant to be a fucking word, douchebags. I I I think there's a big disagreement on the temperature the iron had to hit in those buildings before it actually collapsed, and I think that is something that has been a discussion in pretty much every conspiracy theory mm -hmm. and that's why it keeps going you have these engineers that say there's no way in a million years that all of this heat and everything that happened would have made it collapse and then you have other people who go well yeah it's completely normal and then you have a third people who go yeah okay well it's normal but there's no reason that the bottom of the top floors would have also buckled Here's a, this is actually on uh, Popular Mechanics uh, about the conspiracy of 9-11 with the melted steel. It says, uh, the claim uh, we have been lied to announces the website attackonamerica.net. The first lie was that the load of fuel from the aircraft was the cause of the structural failure. No kerosene fire can burn hot enough to melt steel. The posting is entitled Proof of Controlled Demolition. doesn't have to melt the steel. The fact, All it has to do is weaken the integrity. The fact, jet fuel burns at 800 to 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit, not hot enough to melt steel, which is 2,750 Fahrenheit. However, this is, what, this is what Poplar Mechanics says. However, experts agree that for the towers to collapse, their steel frames did, didn't need to melt. They just had to lose some of their structural strength. And that required exposure to much less heat. Yes. Everybody kept talking about the melting. Everybody kept saying melt, melt, melt. Yes, steel does not melt like pour until 2,700 to 2,900 degrees. Like I said, 
There are tons of videos online with people just staring at steel, structural steel, heating it up to, let's say, 16, 1500 degrees and just bending it with their pinky. Imagine all of that steel with hundreds and hundreds of tons of other material on top of it. It's going to snap like a fucking twig. And then it falls on a floor that's never meant to have all that weight fall on it, and it suddenly collapses. And then the next floor collapses, and it gets bigger and bigger because there's more and more and more weight falling down on the next floor. Because if you've ever seen a building get built, a big, tall building, they don't just put like the building up. They go in these little sections, little sandwiches, sandwich sandwich and they're they're like they're almost self-contained little sandwiches that go on top of each other and that's if you watch that building fall that's kind of how it fell and there's another whole conspiracy theory out there that there were like planted charges there were like you know and you can see some windows blowing out and stuff like that i just don't i just don't think i think that there's never gonna be there never will be there's never gonna be an answer because there's gonna be two there's gonna be both sides of the conspiracy theory Always, and of that's course. what it is. I mean, there's there's theories that Hitler uh, was alive for years, and he moved to Belgium. And I mean, and Elvis is still alive, and Tupac. There's yes, just so we much. can fight yeah. about this forever. And that's you know, I think that we'll was find the out point the of this conversation. Is years. we'll never find release, out the truth. Yes, documents, but yep. at least it's entertaining to see both sides. Yeah, we're never going to find out the truth. I think we will. No, but it's going to be years down the road they released all the jfk documents we still don't know what happened we still don't know how and there have been a a ton of people that have come out and said you know we talked about this absolutely the guy can do it you know well we're never going to know what happened we're never going to know we're we're never going to know if hitler died by committing suicide unless we had each one of us has a child and they hopefully make it to presidency and then maybe that's and then get to tell us all the secrets that they do right they they get to see that book that's in national treasure yeah Yeah. the one that's just like all the little buttons on the desk right the little spin dial the resolute desk the resolute desk yeah they just like they they work their way all the way to the library of congress and there's just a random room and a random book yep yep just some weird one it's like a fucking just it's up in a shelf somewhere. honestly that's 100 yeah. percent accurate i mean it's not even the book yeah. it's like you pull just a like fake the book back and then a door opens. yeah let, and the let door me debate this. actually came down it like popped down and the, they they like peeled the book yep. out. let me debate this how do you know it's not true how do i know what's not true national treasure oh you have no idea I fucking hope it's true. I have no idea. I think you all are underestimating how much I love to argue, love too. I have no idea. I have no idea. I know. If 9-11 is true or not true. I have no idea if it was a conspiracy or not. I just love to argue. I love we, to argue. Adam, what color is this brown table? Almond. Me and Adam argued. We argued about something, I don't know, a couple months ago. I can't remember what it was at my house. On this podcast? Oh, at your house. No, No, my house. I can't remember what it was, but it was something, and I came to the realization that, yeah, you just like to argue. Oh, I love to argue. I love it. And I don't necessarily like to get under people's skin. I I think arguing, once you get to a point- Your poor future wife. Say what? Your poor future wife. I love to argue. Too bad bad he doesn't like to clean his house as much as he likes to argue. Exactly. (laughs) I think when you argue, you can can really trim all the fat off of somebody, and you can really start to see what they're made of. Yeah. And And then you got to stop at some point. Well, you have to stop at some point. You do. But it can, you really get to a point where you're, you're exposed. Your soft underbelly is exposed. 
I started to get really frustrated. You know, you all were getting frustrated. And it's you, you get to a point where Wait, yes, we you were. were? Yes. We were. You just sat here and talked about how much you were sweating and how frustrated you no, were. No, I was sweating because of the thought of me Adam. thinking, arguing with you about so that had, mm, had nothing to do with arguing with you. I can argue with you all day long and be cool. As it had to do with what I was saying and no, you no, no. wanting to argue. You said that. I said it made me sweat the thought of trying to convince you that this whole 9-11 metal beams thing... That's what made me sweat. I had nothing because to do with you. Because you said I was wrong. Yeah, it makes me sweat trying to con- think that I have to convince you. It's so much fucking work. That's what me- I'm saying. You get to that soft underbelly where someone's frustration starts to come out, and they're thinking to them- themselves, like, it's, uh, it's almost impossible for me to convince this person because they're they're arguing a point to a, to a, to a degree that's going to be really difficult for me so to convince them. So you're just happy to get one up on somebody and make them happy that you're arguing. No, I really love to argue because I want to see what someone's made of. I want to see no, if they have the ability to try and convince me otherwise. But not well, everybody wants not to really, please somebody. Yeah, that, that's not really showing someone what someone is made out it's of. It's you being a bully a little bit. It is. Ooh, she just came at you twice. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You're saying I want to see what somebody's made of, but not everybody is going to sit there and go, come on, and keep taking the pokes and go, all right, here we go. Why would you? Some people would go, well, I'm not I'm not going to fucking deal with it. It's not worth my time. It's not worth any of that. You are nothing to me, and your opinion's nothing to me. Then that person's weak, and they don't belong in my life. <laughs> oh, my God, so, because they won't argue with me. I do. I do have another question about this. Not in this particular scenario. But in general, why would you argue just to argue and not actually just state your point on something? Because yeah. I'm good at it. That's, That's not bullshit. a viable answer. That's you're so full of <laughs> shit. You're such a fucking look. Obviously, the way that I argued, I have a tendency to to, to believe that way. I mean, I I would never be on your side of the coin. Could I argue on your side of the coin? Absolutely. That's just because I'm good at it. And I like to I like to throw things out there and hypotheticals out there and then watch the other person think about it. Obviously, I believe the way that I believe. I believe that it wasn't a conspiracy. I don't know all the ins and outs, and I can pick holes in my arguments all day long. That's what's fun about arguing for me. But is when it I'm more? Ar- when but I'm arguing with important? you, I'm hoping that you're going to pick holes in my. But arguments. is it more important for you to argue to be right? Or to I don't need to be right. Actually, be factually right. You know what I mean? Like not right in your mind. But oh, if like, I'm going to argue a point, I want to be factually right. I didn't spew anything and spit anything out to you all that's not fact. But you said earlier you liked arguing with us, whether you were right or not. Well, because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start to to to, to argue with you all and, and say legitimate stuff. You're trying to get under skin. And I, see. I like to get under people's skin, and I'll and, and if I'm going to pose a fact to you, something that is factual, even though the facts can be kind of bent left or right, they can they can go both ways. Like a fact, steel. and it's all about how you <laughs> how you look at it. I mean, I read a book years ago, How to Lie with Maps. How do you lie with a map? It's a map, but there are little ways that you can tweak the way a map is 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 posed to you, and and how the roads look, and how everything looks around a map that it will kind of lie to you a little bit and kind of give you a warped view of the way something looks. We did it for years with Russia. There's a way of, of looking at the, the, the world when you spread it across a map. If you do it flat, 
suddenly Russia and all of the, the Russian states look really big. When you split it up like a globe, it doesn't look so big. You know, when they have those weird like little ellipses yeah. or whatever? Yeah. When you spread it out flat, it makes that landmass look huge. And then what did they do with it? They made America green and they made, you know, Holland yellow and they made everybody all these colors. Russia was red and it made people tense. It was huge and it was red. And it was a really convenient way to lie with maps to make so, people feel uncomfortable so, about this place that really wasn't that big of a so threat. When, so in the year 2018, you would rather <laughs> have a conversation with us to make us feel tense and untrue and angry, whether no. you believe that or not. That's not what I said. Are you now saying that Russia is the enemy? Yeah. And are you also saying that lying with maps somehow translates into the map on Goonies? Are you saying the earth is flat? That's, I think that's what you're actually saying. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that I love to argue with people. I love because you, you really cleave off all the bullshit and you all can really kind of go at each other and do it in a, in a, in a fun or a comfortable way without really getting mad at each other. And if it ever gets to a point where you all st start to get really mad at each other, well, no, you stop it. You don't want to do that. You don't want to get someone so tense or so upset that mad. they actually yeah. start to burn and, and they mm -hmm. want to they want to be mean or nasty so to you. So right that There's it's a, nasty. So what? Where, where someone gets where they want to be so right that it gets nasty. Yes, yeah. I would never do that. Oh, it, yeah. It's just it's just un, that's that's unnecessary. I like to do it because yes, do I think watching people squirm and be uncomfortable is funny? I can't help it. I'm a sadist. I think it's funny. I think when people are uncomfortable, it's kind of funny because I live uncomfortable all the time. I hate confrontation. Can't stand it. it. It scares the shit out of me. Anytime that I have to confront someone really? at work. Anytime that I have to go into some. Absolutely. I that hate shocks it. me. I didn't know that. I hate it. I've just become wow. really, really efficient at it because I took the things that I'm the weakest at and made them things that I'm strong at. But I it, hate competition like It makes me sick. When I have to go to a, a, an employee and give them constructive criticism, my toes are curled all the way to my heels. It makes me sick but to my stomach. you do it. And I, of course I do it. And do you, you ever never feel know better when it's done? Like I've done that and you feel a little more powerful? Your butthole's or just... puckered like the eye of a No, I, do, I never feel more powerful. What, what I, I feel when say. I'm done is... I'd be is, the same way. I feel kind of weak. Like, like how in the hell could I not like go I into that situation wanna, like and I, not... I don't want to do that again. No yeah, I, like how yes. could I not do that and feel normal about it? I don't know what YouTube dickheads are saying. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come out on the podcast either. at some it point. It will. And the fact that none of y'all are responding to it. We're just yeah. over here we're chattering into the We've been talking for an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, I tell you what's really nasty and disturbing to me is this hodgepodge that's on the fucking table. It just makes me realize that we need to have some sort of like ornaments or decorations or some centerpiece because... It's just making me super anxious right now. Yeah. We're going to paint the room. We're going to put up some terrible. Get a big curtains. potted plant or a fake one. We no, probably should have some table. green shit in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like just to like kind of filter the air. A while nice we're... ficus. Yep. A fern. Nah, ficus. Ferns. Oh, God. I love ferns. Yeah. I kind of like ferns. I love ferns. They're kind Let's of Let's get bland. a podcast dog that we just keep up here. It just we only let it out when we podcast. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, get a gerbil. I'm, I'm not, not a I'm fan not, of. Rodents. I'm not Richard Gear. I don't, I don't like rodents in general. Are you talking about that joke Aussie is too old, bro. Whatever. What that joke is too old. I, I mean, it I still relates. It was good. 
What? You... <laughs> it still relates. This is Devin. <laughs> I'm fucking, dude, I'm out of here. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> How did this conversation get turned around on me? Because I, I like because Josh and I get off on turning things around yeah, on you. You guys are fucking. Josh and I right have now. our own. We have our own I'm text string between it. the two of us. It just says, "What are we going to do to fuck with Devin today?" <laughs> it's it, too much fun. But I mean, you all like I, I walked up here and you had Jamie placed in the other room, staring at my curtains, just waiting for me to walk into it. To be fair, that was my idea. It was her idea. I said, why are all these things on Adam's couch? They said, oh, he hung up curtains. And I said, where? And they showed me where. Josh said, the bonus room where nobody ever goes. I did say that. I like how you hung them there And then he said, they're a little bit high. And I went, oh, they are. And I said, (laughs) when Adam gets here, I'm going to run into the room, be looking at the curtains. So he finds me there. So they didn't give me the idea, but, you know. Let's not hang them in the room that we definitely use at least once a week. Let's hang them in the room that well, nobody goes into. Well, that's what I did. When I first saw it, there. I looked up there, and not he a goes, darkening one. and he goes, not this room. No, not this I, fucking mustard yellow drapes. This will show you how aware I am. When I walked into my home and I closed the door, I could hear someone rustling around in my bonus room. My first thought was, one of them is going to try to jump out and scare me, or they're going to fuck with me somehow. So I'm going to blow my nose, and I'm going to go in, and I'm going to get some beer, and I'm going to walk upstairs. You. And then I saw Jamie in there staring at my curtains, and I was immediately I think I was thinking to myself, on, like... I think I was down on the floor doing this. Yeah. She was taking a picture of it. It looked like she was taking a picture of it. She, she had was a back not, My phone wasn't here. Oh, okay. Anyway, I, I knew that I was about to get fucked with. I knew it. I knew it. I could hear it. someone in the bonus room. Like, There's no reason for them to be in my bonus room. They're going to fuck with me about something. Adam, can I propose something to you? Yeah, I would love it. Okay. <laughs> You remember, uh, I believe it was last week when I told you that uh, I could clean your house for like 50 bucks first time. Yeah, and I told you you had to wear a French maid outfit. Yeah. And he said he would do it. So, I've left my Annie, okay? Ooh, ooh. I will c- come clean your house every month, okay? Top to bottom. Wait, just once a month? Once a month. Okay. Top to bottom. And also cook you a full dinner. 400 bucks. How a much? Month? Well, well hold month. on. You will clean my house top to bottom and cook me a full dinner. Uh, 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 uh. You will clean his house twice a month and Ooh, then make the dinner. And then make the dinner how often? No, no. I, I will clean the house once a month. Once a month. Correct. Okay. Because his kitchen is a fucking nightmare. Okay. And the dinner? My what, kitchen is when not I clean. that bad, dude. So, oh. So once a month with a dinner. Once a month. Mm-hmm. How much? 100 bucks. A very deep, thorough cleaning. So that's a once a month. I would do Ooh, a forbidding. cleaning, because I love to clean, mm-hmm. three times a month with a dinner that I could make, depending on when you got off work, a homemade dinner for... Two fifty. Wow, steep. Because I do like to clean. I love to clean, and your house is actually really easy to clean. Super easy. Okay. But compared to my house, twice a month. That's once every I two was weeks. Th- I was three times a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twice a month. That's once every two weeks. Yes, we know. With <laughs> we know what biweekly one, is. <laughs> with one <laughs> dinner for one seventy five. I mean, clearly his is a better deal. 
financially. But who's going to do the best cleaning? And the best that is, dinner. That is sexist. I did not. That had nothing to do with it. I was per- simply proposing a question. You pointed at Jamie. Here's my question, though. <laughs> what would your me. cleaning be doing? I just want to hear general areas. What would you be doing? Because I gear- go ahead. Would you be? What doing? do you mean general areas? Well, I mean you come in here. Let's say today you came in. What would you be doing? He would take one in this room or the entire the house? whole house. He, he would take obviously, one- obviously the whole house. One sheet of bounty with no cleaner on it because and go it around so the inside of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of you would last a month. I would take. Are you kidding me? I would take like a, a water toilet. toilet you have no idea Is how there a, strict. Are you talking I am about, about like weird? Here's the poll for the week: Who should clean Adam's house? <laughs> <laughs> I'll who, even throw in who something. Who could last a We're gonna full put two month polls up without Adam last like in making them want to blow their brains out? I will <laughs> like, throw in something because I'll come home and be like, no, 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 you missed a spot. You missed a spot. What? No, no. What you need to do is do two separate cleaning instances. Oh yeah, a month apart. You go first. Live your life accordingly, and then we both do it, and you rate it. That's cool. I'll, I'll let you all interview for free. That's cool. I'll get two cleanings out of it. I'll even throw something on top of it. Wow, he's Your really body? up in the ante here. I am up in the ante. Hold on. I've had Jamie's cooking. It's good. She's a good My cook. My cleaning is better when there's she's no a, fucking dogs or kids. She's well. a really hearty cook. Her food is really hearty. Like, it's... it's Beef stroganoff. Yeah, and, and like potatoes and cheese. What kind of food do you cook? Adam? To- Totino's Pizza. You name something, and I will fucking cook it. Ooh. Ooh. Really? 100%. That's a limitless offer right Mine there. will be in the crock pot when you get home on warm so you can eat it all night long or put it away, and it'll be good for another three with, days. So she's, with a nice she's confined to only crock pot meals. I'm getting aroused. Well, I'm doing that because like obviously he never knows when he's going to get home. I will have your dinner. Big old steak. Perfectly timed. To when you get He's home, it's coming right off. off the grill, right off the stove. You're just gonna stand around plate. here. You're just gonna stand around here and be now, creepy. Uh, let me add, let me add one more thing to it. I think if you were to, in order to seal the deal right now, listen, I was gonna, I was gonna add something on to no, that no, 175. No. I, I know what, I know what this deal needs. All right, I know what, I know what it's lacking. Throw in everything you've already added, mm-hmm. and then after the dinner, after everything's kind of wind down, you know, maybe you sit down, you have a little drink. Watching some Netflix with Adam, reach over and give him a little HJ. No, I will give Christ. you the angriest blowjob. Did you just in fucking insinuate that my friend's wife would give me sexual no, favors? I said Devin. I oh. don't even care because the fact is that he said I'll give you the angriest <laughs> blowjob ever. So I, will, I, need, I, I didn't suck your dick like I'm I mad at it. I didn't even have to. I'm gonna say, be honest with you. How dare you? you I just had to wait. You, you have no idea how. Filthy and angry. I want. I He's want. He's had shit. some angry. Yeah, yeah. You, I'd probably get done with you, and I'd be. You'd be the one crying. I'd probably beat you up. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> they'd, be call, they'd be calling Metro for domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> Devin's running around out in the out in my yard in the nighty crying. I trip over the fucking. They wouldn't even call Metro because he, They wouldn't even call Metro because he'd be like, "It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I messed yeah, up." Yeah. Devin would take it. Yeah. <laughs> take it like a champ yeah i'll even throw laundry in on it Ooh, 
That's Look at that a, showstopper. Yeah. He was like, My Ooh. husband tonight got me on that before one. I left said, Are yeah. you gonna go there and talk about how I just bought lingerie for us? And I said, That would be really creepy if I did that. And now full circle, here we are talking I about said laundry. You. He said laundry, not lingerie. Oh. Well, but but now, thank, thank you for letting sharing. us know that your husband bought you lingerie. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing. Fuck. Glad we took it to that level. Like I, I said, said Glenn's still a trap. I didn't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Steel <laughs> trap. I, Already seen the, I like the how she just she just automatically said that. It was <laughs> just... I thought uh, you said lingerie. It seemed nah, to Nah, he sense. said laundry. laundry. He said laundry. The real question you is... let the cat out of the bag. Do you mix the lights with the darks? Yes. Negative. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, laundry's interesting. I if don't have you time take to all of your uh, your We're not going to have a conversation about laundry. Put it on cold. Right. On cold or you put salt in there. Listen, salt. you want to know you want to know salt how salt water good. will set color in clothes and they'll never bleed and Fucking run again. Fucking conspiracy theories. <laughs> Look it up. It's on good I'm still on do you put in rock salt. I'm or looking Epsom to make salt. money here, okay? Do you need to make money? <laughs> you just got to raise. What Listen, are you doing? How much money are you spending on I hookers? I want to tell you how weekend? good my hookers, cooking. Hookers how, I want to tell you how good my cooking and cleaning is. Okay, is to, oh, you're looking no. at a seasoned veteran. I've lived with my grandmother since I was five years old. He couldn't spend any money on hookers. He's 14. If he is buying hookers, he's snorting pixie sticks while he does it. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen Dirty Grandpa? I was that little kid. I've never seen that movie because I, you know, am intelligent. <laughs> that's insinuating people who watch that are dumb Ooh. you're right I just did hashtag that. prejudice <laughs> yeah can we end this fucking episode already if you agree to let me clean your house for a I'm not gonna <laughs> agree to that and, and I'm gonna be honest with you she drives a better bargain she's a better negotiator than you how because I've had her food before he's had my food a lot and She's I just gave you more things to do and a cheaper price. And you, she's you, a better negotiator. You brought up laundry, and I'm going to be honest with you. That's that was kind of like a that that started to weigh it. And don't get me wrong. Would you say two seventy five, two fifty? She said two fifty. She said two seventy five. I'm a negotiator. We'd be at two twenty five in no time. All right. Look, how about this? Devin does his deal minus the HJ, of course. Uh, and then I will myself Wait, really? if you pick Devin. I will wash the Honda Civic out there <laughs> in a elephant trunk g-string, an elephant trunk g-string, and I'll get my nipples pierced to finish it off. For what? That is a hell of a deal. Just for the sake well, of like take trying that to seal deal, the deal, so I can be here to watch it. <sighs> God, I'm literally running on scotch and, and two Michelob Ultra. And I right will. <laughs> In that same outfit, I will push the Civic around the block. <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will you also mow my grass? <laughs> yes, yes, in the same outfit. Yeah. <laughs> this is Josh. <laughs> this is this Devin. Is Devin. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's what this is. Well, Jamie, this thanks for being on again. This episode has gone so fucking far off the rails. I know, it has. It has. <laughs> yes, Jamie, thank you very much for coming on last minute. I thank appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. As I feel always, like, I feel love like this it. was fun. This was uh, eventful, hilarious, at weird. Times. Yeah, it was. This was a weird. It was a weird episode. Me and Adam are gonna fist fight after this. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Backyard, let's Naked. do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we always appreciate you coming on, Jamie. But um, my cooking and cleaning is better than yours. This is Devin. <laughs> this is Josh. This is Adam.